Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amish, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and I mean we trust as the Republican mentalist. The real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time. The mentalists, the almond race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, Intellectual Nita Minkari. This is Mentelect Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing why destiny denotes your destination in life. I said this one time, and I'm going to say it again for people who didn't understand what I meant or, you know, kind of thought that this free will thing is something that, you know, we are all given access to, free will, to go in any direction we want. But I told you the illusion is that there is such a thing as free will and that you have multiple choices in which to go, multiple directions to um, to go, and multiple choices to make. There's only one. If you make the wrong one, that was the right one for you. If you make the right one, that was the right one for you. You see, it's all an illusion. You're given a path, right, a destination in your life to be at. Everybody has a destination to arrive at in their lives, everybody. And your destination where you end up after all this is said and done, your accomplishments, your works, how people knew you, the impression you made in life, the people you got with the children you had, you know, your bloodline, the biggest impression the biggest destiny that you will have the you know biggest destiny that you will meet in your life is the children you bring forward in your life right the type of children because they extend your life they extend your bloodline they are going to be literally how you come forward again in the future through their bloodline so your destination is your destiny the path you travel the path your destiny is the path you travel on route to your destination or in route to your destination. And your destiny is already laid out in the blueprint. You know that symbol, that saying goes, it's written in the stars. It's written in the stars. Why it's written in the stars? Because that's just really another way of them saying it's written in the blueprint of who you're supposed to, what you're supposed to be in life, what you're supposed to do in life. If you're supposed to do anything significant, whether it be small or major in life, right? Certain people would rather operate small in life and others would rather, you know, make a huge impression in life. That's all based on what your genetic makeup is, what the blueprint of you is. Your destiny to win in life or your destiny to lose in life is already predestined. You got those who are winners and you got those who are losers, right? And you got certain people who expect to lose in life. They're destined to constantly lose. And you got those who are destined to constantly win because it's all based in the blueprint and your genetic makeup, who you are, who your parents are, who your family is. That's all destined, who you are to become. Sometimes, like I said, well, I'm going to say all the time, your children are supposed to be greater than you. So in order to ensure that your children are greater than you, again, your greatest mark that you make in your life is your children, right? Now, to make sure they are greater than you, to make sure they accomplish more than you, you must, you must start them off with a strong foundation, who their father is and who their mother is. That's very important because they'll know that a lot is expected of them. 
because of who their mother and father is. See, when your mother and father ain't nobody, then ain't nothing really expected of you. I mean, real talk. When you come from nothing and nobody, then no one expects your destiny to be eventful in life. Nobody expects that. Nobody, and basically, people lower your expectations based on where you come from. You remember how they say, you know, check the pedigree? Check the pedigree of where people come from, their parents and things like that, your genealogy, your genetics. Check the, check the bloodline. Check the pedigree. And that tells you everything. You see, how you were raised, everything. And as you are born into a family, born into for a mother and a father, like I said, you start on that path of destiny towards your destination in life. That goes into who you're going to become. That's why, again, I stay heavily on the men and women. Be mindful of who you are mating with. Be mindful of who your bloodline is being sown with because that represents not just your child's destiny but also yours because, like I said, your children come forward through you again. So be very careful. Be mindful. Your destiny is to move on one and move on to one path. Your destiny is to move on to one path. Remember I said you got people who are screwed up in life and you said, damn, why they, you know, why they get screwed up in life? Why they just, you know, why they end up on drugs? They came from such a good family. Why they end up, did they come from really a good family? Did they? From the outside, from what you looking on the outside looking in, you would think they came from a good family. How come they ended up messed up on drugs? Why the girl out here prostituting us? Or why they, why this guy end up shot dead in the street? Why they, you know, because that was their destiny. That was their destiny. Period. Point blank. People can't accept that about people's destiny that you were destined to be born at a certain time. And you're destined to die at a certain time. There's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing nobody can do about that. Nobody knows when the time comes or when the time is. The best thing, like I always told you all to do, is make the most of your life. Put almond only in your life, only, and make yourself useful to almond. Make yourself useful to this covenant, to this community. I'm only talking to people in the Republican mental Like, for you so-called black people out there, your destiny is all over the place. Wherever your destiny be is where you're going to be destined to be. That's what it is. You see, your destination is wrapped around people, place, and possession. Ours has been founded and forged in power. And why I say that is because we actually have an actual destination on where we're going. I say the fourth dimension because the fourth dimension is a very real space. Again, I don't refer to the fourth dimension as a place. It is not a place. It is a space. It is an extended time. It is an extended frequency. And only those who are meant to carry a greater destiny out, a greater destination out, make that great destination, come to that great destination, that great realization that there is more here that we have yet to complete or to graduate to. It is your destiny to hear that. It was your destiny. Every one of you heard this message. It was your destiny to hear this message and come into this community. That was your destiny. Just as it was people's destiny to hear this and stay for a while and leave this community. Because they're not headed toward the same destination that we are. You got certain people who came, saw, and and, and circled back 
cycled back into the two-dimensional realm. They came from the two-dimension. They saw what was here. They ain't like what was here, us coming together, extending ourselves because they were unextendable, and they they circled right back into the, into the two-dimension. They made a loop. They made a loop. You got people out here who just make loops in life. They will constantly keep making circular patterns in life to nowhere, to nowhere. They will constantly make circular patterns to nowhere. But we have a destination. We have a destination, a place, a space in which we belong. That space must be filled by the elect of Amun. The elect who are Amun, that space must be filled in the fourth dimension. Mind, body, soul, and it must all be transferred into power, collective power. That is our destination. So, therefore, it was our destiny to hear this. Our destiny has been increased once we heard this message, once we heard this transmission. And a lot of people don't think so. Some people still walking don't think, oh, you know, you don't realize how fortunate you are to have heard this message, to be, be given the um, ability to listen to this message and to absorb this message, to receive this message on a higher level. Many people don't realize how fortunate they are. But your parents must have done something right. Your parents must have done something right in seeding you. Because even though they probably didn't realize, I don't know, if your father, your whoever father, mother, whoever was in your life, like I said, at some point in their life, they had a good thought, a great thought, to see children who would have a greater destiny in life, much greater than theirs. They may not have knew what that destiny was. They wanted to see the best children who would be greater than them, you know, than their parents, where they come from. That's what all real parents want for their children. That's what all real parents want for those children, those seeds that they're going to carry, that they be greater than them, that they go forward in greatness. That they, and, that, and the only way that happens is if you have a destination to head to. See, if you don't have no destination to head to, then greatness is not for you. Greatness only comes to those who have a reason to be great. And the reason you have to be great is because you have a place to be great in. You have a space to be great in, I should say. You have a space to be greater. See, when you have a space to be greater and that space demands that you become greater within the space, grow greater in that space, what I mean the fourth dimension that is our destination. That is our destiny. We have a greater destiny here. And I keep saying that. I always got to keep reminding my people because, see, it's easy to be lulled to sleep, you know, into the two-dimensional sleep that most of your so-called black people, the majority of them are under anyway, two-dimensional sleep. And they are rudderless, meaning they have no direction. You know how you say a boat is rudderless, it doesn't have any rudder to steer? That's black people. That's the mass majority of the world. They don't know what their true destiny is. That's why they end up in all the messed up places, going through all the messed up things. That happens because they don't know what their true destiny is in life, so they just wander the earth, and things just happen to them. You ever hear these people? They have these, You have people that have the most unfortunate goddamn life. It makes you want to cry, some of these people. You're like, damn, I'm glad I ain't that person. They just always seem to get in trouble. 
They always seem to be in some kind of problem, locked up in jail. Girl always going through the different things. Guy pop up with AIDS or whatever. You know, girl pop up with AIDS or whatever the case may be. All these things because this is what happens when you are rudderless in the world, when you are directionless in the world, when you have no destination in which you're heading. And the destination is a constant destination, a constant space, a void that we were sent here to fill in these upper dimensions. That's what we came here for. That is our destiny as the elected of being gathered in this day and time. This is our destiny, to be the elect, to be the fourth dimensionals and beyond, to be the receivers collectively of Amun, the body of Amun, the race of Amun, to restart or regenerate our bloodline on earth again, because our bloodline has not been sparked into a state of regeneration for thousands and thousands of years, millennia, I might as well say. Multi-millennials, we've been out of power. It is our destiny to be the open vessels for that power again. That's our destiny. Those of you who heard this message and came, that was your destiny. You were born to do this. You were born to do nothing else. Those of you who got it twisted and think, uh, I came here for something else. Uh, I ain't got to be in the republic. Uh, I got another plan. I told you, go follow that. We go follow that. If you really think that, then that's really where you're supposed to be. If that's really what you think, if this is a alternate, if this is an alternate route you're taking, being in this community, because it means a lot. You have to sacrifice a lot. You will sacrifice a lot being on the path within this community. But if you feel as though you have another route to take, you don't really need. So I'm just here, you know. But if I'm seeing how it goes, then you should leave. I told you, I want those people who think like that to leave this community. You don't belong here. Leave. I want people who know that they are fortunate, very fortunate to be here, because to be here means that you have a higher destination, a path in which you are on route or en route to. You are en route to a greater path. You're not like the rest of the rudderless Negroes out here who just walking around directionless, you know, waiting to see what the white man says. And you can see it more and more. And once the beast announced these jabs, you see. These people's lives are in turmoil. Their whole world has been turned upside down. They worrying about losing their jobs. They worrying about losing their income. Whatever. They being forced into taking that job. That just goes to show you. See, that was always going to happen anyway. That was their destiny. That was their fate to get jabbed up. That was their fate to get the mark of the beast. Because this is what happens when you are rudderless with no destination. Whatever happens to you, whatever is destined to happen to you when you are rudderless, without direction, without any guidance, then your destiny is confusion and eventually death. That is your destiny. Because you can only give a real destination to real people who want to travel that path. You all came here because you wanted to travel this path and you didn't want to travel it out of curiosity you, you you know it may have started off as curiosity but now you came here into this community and those of you who have truly embraced almond as yourselves embraced yourselves as almond you are now traveling this path walking within this collective body for as a necessity no longer as a curiosity but as a necessity you need this we need this we all need this in our lives because we are destined for greater things in our lives. Do y'all hear me? We are destined for greater things in our lives. This is our destiny to walk this path as the elect. The elect are the greatest 
power on earth potentially. The elect will become the greatest power on earth potentially. Why? Because we tap into something no man or woman will ever tap into again. First time, and it was our destiny, we discovered the fourth dimension. We discovered an extended space beyond place, beyond possession, beyond people, where pure power lives and uses open vessels for reception. I'm speaking about our ascendants. Their power, their presence, their transmission is all resonating into this third dimension like a magnet to pull us forward. They literally handed us a bridge. Do y'all hear what I'm saying to you? They handed us a bridge through this teaching of intellect. They handed us a bridge out of blackness and into supreme brightness. Do y'all hear me? They handed us a bridge to this transmission. I really don't think y'all get the gravity of this, the, the weight of this. They're handing us a bridge from the future out of this present state. This is our destiny. They gave us a destination to be at within the fourth dimension. Our destination is the fourth dimension. You ask the so-called black race, well, what is your destiny? What is what do you hope to accomplish? What do you where are you headed to? What is your destination? They look at you like like you ask them ask them about some damn Chinese math problem or something. They look at you like you're crazy when all you did was ask them about themselves. Very something very simple. They should be able to answer. But they will not have an answer. The mass majority of people will not have an answer because their destiny is in the hands of the beast. Their destiny is in the hands of the beast. They're waiting around to see what he's going to do. They're waiting around seeing about the jab. They're waiting around seeing about mandates. They're waiting around seeing who's going to be the next president. Their destiny is in the hands of the beast. Their destination is in the hands of the beast. It is controlled by the beast. Could they change that in their lives? No. No. They couldn't change it even if they tried because certain people have to be sacrificed for their weakness, for their weak ways. Certain people have to be sacrificed in the path towards a greater destiny. Certain people have to be sacrificed. The weak have to be sacrificed. Right? We have to be sacrificed for the greater good of the elect and their path toward a destination, their destiny. All right? Many will fall out. Many will fall off the face of the planet this year, next year, and going forward. Many will fall away so that next life can come forward. All right? We live in this day. We live in this day to see the next world come in. That's our destiny. We're actually we're actually witnessing the next world coming in. And for those who can't see it, those who can't see the within all this turmoil that's going on, this is really a sign of the next world coming in. We actually are fortunate to be in this day to see the next world come in. We're fortunate. This is our destiny. We're not sitting on the sidelines watching like many will sit on the sidelines, I promise you. We're not just sitting on the sidelines. We in the game. I use the word game as, you know, euphemism, but you know what I mean. 
but we are in the game. We're in motion. We are in motion. You see, our people that we come from ain't moved in thousands of years. They have not been in motion. They've been at a standstill. And the beast has rolled over them. Why? Because that is their destiny for that to happen. And whenever there's a problem, when there's something that's out of order, like our people are being out of order, the Amin will always send a transmission. Like you, how you send out a signal to the cable box and the cable box ain't receiving the transmission and the picture and whatnot, you send out the home office, it sends out a signal to boot the box back into alignment so it can start showing pictures. That's what's happening right now. That is what's happening right now. These transmissions have been like a signal, a boot to our people as the elect, as the almond race, to let us know we're not like these humans. We are the almond race. See, y'all was born and fortunate enough, it was destined for you to notice in your day and time. Many of you could have been born back in the time of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Dr. York, been of those movements, been back in the old days, and you wouldn't, see, wouldn't have lived to see this day. But be fortunate to know that you were born at the time you were born for this day. It was your destiny that you be born at this time to receive this knowledge at the age you received and the time you were able to receive this in the time frame because it was your de- your destination denoted that. It was your destination where you were headed that denoted your fortune, your fortune, how you say, or your, um, what's the word I want to say? I'll just say your being fortunate to receive this message in this day and time. Let me take a call. 470? Menzak, Menzor, Emru Scott, Zach. Uh-huh, Is, you know how the precursor for flight is levitational lift? Uh-huh. Is there a precursor, like, you know, invisibility or something like that uh is that like the lower of say solar portation the um precursor to teleportation is telepathy because first your thoughts have to be transferred without you saying a word to the next person your thoughts have to be transferred before you yourself and your physical body and soul have to uh, are are transferable excuse me your thoughts are the first to be transferred into another space, into another time. I see. I see. So teleportation is solar portation? Yes. Okay. That's class. Who's that kill me? You're welcome. Minzak. Minzak. Teleportation, some of you who are able to experience that, where others will not. It was your destiny to experience that, to come in here to strengthen that mental capability. And those who are not about, see, like I said, this is about to take an even greater jump in our extension, what's about to happen. You see, as more and more of these people are panicking at the hands of the beast, as their destiny lies in the hands of the beast, they're giving up that powerful frequency. They've shut off to the powerful frequency and transmission that's coming through to our people. So where is it going to go? 
to those who have paid no attention to the stories of the beast and the world of the beast, those who are tuned in to that extended transmission, that next transmission that brings us our power, our mental capability, our extended capability into this next space of power. It is an open space for us to find us. Uh, open space for the collective body of us to find us. That is our destiny. We must meet that space. We must register into that space. We must log into that space. And we are doing it. We are doing it just by us doing what we're doing, coming together and living as a community. We're doing it every day. Many, many will not be able to walk the path fully. Many will not be able to walk the path. Many will become emotional. Many will become detractors, but that is their destiny to do so. See, nothing happens other than what is destined to happen to you. Nothing happens to you other than what is destined to happen to you. That's why I don't put too much um, stock in people's word and what they say they're going to do. Like I said, just live and do. You ain't got to tell me anything. Just live and do. Who you are, who you are destined to be will will be shown. Who you are destined to be, who you will become. I will see it before you do. I will see it before you do, I guarantee you. Who you're destined to become. The people that start off in your life who you think are destined to become something great in your life, especially in your life, they turn out over time, over space of time, to be the worst thing in your life. They can be the worst thing. But you have to know the value of that person in your life to denote your part in their life and the destiny in which you are going to develop into the person you're meant to be. See, we got to be about people that are going to develop us into the people we're supposed to be. My mother said something real powerful to me one time. I'm not going to explain the whole thing out, but she basically let it be known that certain people in my life will not help me go to the next level, where others will help me go to the next level. Others will have an understanding of what it takes to be who I was born to be in this day and time. And she was preparing me for the loss of certain people in my life so that my life can extend toward the destination where I'm supposed to be because you got certain people who will stand in the way of your destination in life. You got certain people they don't mean to, and they could be the nicest people. You like them. No, that's why I tell you women all the time, be mindful of, especially now, you getting with guys. Because I, mean, I get on the women heavily because – and they say, oh, you always on the way. I be mindful because the guy you get with, the man, the whoever it is, that person can slow down your destination or stop your destination and it tracks toward where you thought it was going to go. But no matter where it goes, right or wrong, it's where it belongs. Like I said, people, you can head to your destination, to your destiny where you belong, but then it's not going to be what you want it to be not what you thought it would be. Why? Because you took the path of least resistance. You took the path you liked. You took the path you liked. 
You wanted things to be perfect for you. You wanted people to be perfect for you. You wanted you might you might have wanted a traditional relationship or what you thought was a traditional relationship. You see, you might have wanted that one person, that traditional person that would look good, the aesthetics of it would look good. But that was not really or what you thought it wouldn't be. That wasn't really your destination. That's not what you planned on it being. But it was your destination. Aimed low, or you aimed what you thought was high, and it went low. You see, because of the aesthetics of things. We make choices in our lives, or we think of choices based on aesthetics more than necessity. You see, when you make choices based on necessity, then that will denote whether your destination and your destiny will be of a higher state of being, a higher state of or higher or supreme level of being where you're heading versus that which will be of a lesser or lower one. When you make it based on aesthetics and the things you like as opposed to what you need, that's why I kept getting on that. That's a sign that who's going to move in a higher state of destination versus those who are moving the lower state, you see. Like I said, you got certain people who just here to be examples, but other people would not, not to be that, right? You got people here who just born to make bad decisions. Like that, I tell you that song, this song called I'm Only Human, it's called Human. The Caucasian singer, he goes, I'm only human, born of, uh, of flesh and blood, a man. He goes, I'm only human, born to make mistakes. You see, born to make mistakes. That's in the lyric of the song. You see, we as Amin, we weren't born to make mistakes. There are no mistakes. There are no mistakes. Everything happens that happens to you is by destiny. There's no mistakes. You see, if you fall in front of a train, you slip and fall in front of a train, you're supposed to slip and fall in front of that train. Right? If you get shot in the head on the goddamn street, you're supposed to get shot in the head on the goddamn street. I told you. If you are meant to see the fourth dimension, then you will see it. That's all. But a good sign whether you are going to meet that great destination, a great sign of that is based in your need to get to that destination. See, your need far outweighs your wants, and it will put you in a higher space within the fourth dimension where you're destined to be because you made everything about necessity and pragmatism, right? Practicality, right? Because pragmatism, as I always say, or I start to say now, pragmatism, I'm convinced of this, pragmatism being pragmatic, practical. Pragmatism brings magnetism. Pragmatism brings magnetism. What do I mean? When you need something, when you really need something or someone, someone who's going to extend you on a greater level, even you may not like that person on a lot of levels, things you may not like about that person, things that you despise. But you say to yourself, this is a powerful figure that can guide me to something greater in my life, a greater destination of where I want to be, that great des- that great path, that destined or that path of destiny 
where I want to arrive, where I want to be, because in all forms of destiny in your life, the answer at the end of that should be destination. Where do I want to be? Where do I want to be? And based on that answer, that will denote whether or not you belong in that extended space, that highest space, the continual space of evolution, evolving and growing yourself, developing yourself, developing your power. Because, again, we said this, I said this before, I'm going to say it again. It's all about power. It's all about power. And that power is what you grow within yourself, which how you grow powerful. You see, how you grow powerful, how you are meant to grow powerful, mentally, physically, soulfully, how you extend into that greater space, how you arrive into that greater space mentally and physically and soulfully and extend in that space. That's what destination, that's what life is about, power, the power that you acquire for yourself. I'm talking about the greater power of your capabilities. That denotes your destination in life, how important your destination will be. Certain people, like I said, you got in all pick in a picture. You got the bit players, and you got the stars of the movie. You got the bit players in life, right? And then you got the stars. Think of this as one big movie production. A lot of people are bit players. They bit players. Their lives don't matter. But on a on a level, on a higher level. They do matter because they're there to let us see something about what we want and what we don't want. You see, it always keeps, like you might have a fat person. I might say this before, I'm going to say this. You might have a fat person who walks around just being fat. He just can't control himself. He just got to keep eating. They're just fat, sloppy, whatever. And that's what their lives are going to be. They're going to die fat and things like they can't control themselves. So what do you do? You set some kind of control mechanism in those people. They have one of those light bulb moments where they say, you know what, I'm going to stop eating, I'm going to stop working out, you know, and they just can't do it. They can't find the strength to stop consuming things, stop eating things. But you know what? Their destiny is to be that way. Their destiny is to be that way because they cannot control themselves. And when you can't control yourself, when you can't control your want and desires, what happens? You fall into a lower state of destiny. So then it becomes that person's destiny to have a goddamn heart attack and drop dead, being overweight. For the people who are mentally strong or needed a mental bridge to say, I'm not going to be like that. You see, by that person dropping dead, that heart attack being five, six, seven hundred pounds, that was enough because this person is weak. He couldn't find himself. You're going to inspire strength in others. To not be like you. Y'all follow what I'm saying? That was that person's destiny. To make a big spectacle of themselves. Hmm? That is the destiny of the week. The destiny of the week is to make those who are willfully and want to be strong, that is to make them stronger. It is to make them stronger. And we should have enough 
we as the elect, as the bright race, we should have enough examples by this time to say this is not what we want to be. Hell, we could look at the entire black race and say this is not what we want to be. This is, this is not our destiny to be like these niggas. It is not our destiny to be like these Negroes sitting around here waiting on the beast, worshiping the image of the beast. Because you got to ask yourself, when you look at black people, let's use this as an example of what I'm saying. When you look at the state of black people, don't you got? Don't you sit and say to yourself, "Damn, all this got to be for something." These niggas got they got to be for something. These niggas just can't keep coming here and just being in the hood and making little nigglets and you know and just keep circling the damn drain and you know this got to be for something. This this is not real. This has to be for something. You know this 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 is just a cycle of madness. You you, you as a rational person, as a thinking person, you got to be like. This has to be for something. They keep coming back here messed up, and it is. It is for your evolution. It is for your extension. That's why they keep coming back here messed up. That's why they keep coming back here messed up. That's why they can't get it right, because they're too weak to get it right. And that is destiny for them. Their destiny is to fail. Yours is to succeed. Just by that which is necessary. By that which is necessary. Not by that which you desire, but by that which you need. That's what will separate those of a greater destiny from those of a lesser destiny. You always want to be part of that greater destiny. You see, you always want to be a part of the greater destiny because that greater destiny represents Amen. That represents Amen. As the greatest, the, the the supreme destiny. You see, how do you predetermine that? How do you predetermine that? Your destiny. I just told you. Look for what people want, and look for what people need, and that will tell you who will have the highest state of destiny or destination in which they're going to reach those who have a supreme importance on earth versus those who don't you see and we have to always make sure we don't align ourselves with people who don't none of these humans have no again none of these humans have no real significance on earth right now none of them i don't give i don't give a damn if i'm about to curse i don't give a damn if it's joe biden i don't care if it's a rothschild all the all, all the stars, all the stars from the last millenniums, they falling out the goddamn sky. They falling. Joe Biden up there. I want, I'm losing my patience. I, I'm, y'all gonna get them jacked. I'm losing my. That's destiny for him to to live to watch his people die, to watch his people fade away. That's his destiny. Some people, he, they, they born. There's a lot of them say these humans will say, "Man, we born at the wrong time in this century. We should have been born back in the days when there was slavery and everything else. We would have had our own niggas." Yeah, you were recycled to come back in these last days, these humans, to watch the downfall of your people, to watch a new, or should I say, a next society be built on your corpses. Elamin, I don't feel nothing about that, but greatness. Greatness at my role in your destruction. I praise Amen every day. 
for giving me the transmission. And I say praise. I'm saying, and I don't want nobody to think this is no God, but I praise my children and my descendants. Let me put it that way. For using me as an instrument in the destruction of the beast. And if that means my life had to be sacrificed for it, for that to happen, so be it. I give it up gladly. If I know y'all are going to make it, my daughter going to make it, I give up my life gladly right now. Because I know that I was a part of something great. My destiny was to bring in the fourth world, the fourth dimension, to bring in the next stage, to be utilized for something greater. Why I could have been dead in the streets for nothing, dead in jail for nothing. I tell you, I got to share a story with you. I remember one time, I don't, I, like I said, if I didn't get any wake-up calls, the best wake-up calls I got when I was locked up in jail, and I seen, like, I like I got to literally see what my life could have been. I I, I went into, um, what is it, the uh, jail, you call it the, um, I was fighting, I was fighting somebody in jail, and uh, I got 90 days in the hole, which is like the, you know, um, it's like solitary confinement. You locked in 23 hours a day. For, I got locked in the jail's jail. I went to the bad. I went to the jail of jail, inside jail, where they send all the bad people. So I was in there, you know, and I'm doing push-ups in my jail for 23 hours a day. Cause I and I kept saying to myself, I shouldn't be in here for a simple fight. I ain't really beat the dude up that bad. I just gave him a few punches in the face, a few jabs and whatnot. That's all. No, just. Just folly and playing around, just you know, slap boxing with the nigga, you know what I'm saying? All that knock the nigga out and whatnot, you know, just you know, whatever. But anyway, I said, I shouldn't be in here. I don't see niggas get stomped out, stabbed, they still in their house. I wanted to go back to my house and chill out with my friends. I made some friends there. But you know what? That thirty days in the hole, I realized I was getting a chance to see what my life would be in a lesser state if I went with my wants and desires of selling drugs and being a kingpin and doing all this other crazy dumb stuff that I thought I was supposed to be into. I was going to make my life as a career criminal. But I got a chance to see what my life would be if I went that route. The almond allowed me to see that. And I tell you, it sucked. You know, it sucked out there. It was cool, like, you know. I went in there, you know, I was like, you know, and I was cool. I was like, oh, I ain't going to be around it, you know. But then after a while, I was like, can I live like this for the rest of my life? I was like, damn, hell no. Then then as soon as I come out, I see somebody, some, a bunch of dudes ran past me. I thought they was running at me, and they ran past me, They, they and I and I moved out there when they ran past me, and they were stabbing somebody. They ran past me and stabbed another dude, right? And they stabbed and cut his face and cut him all in his face, blood all over the tear. That's what I seen when I first came in. But I said, this could have been my life. But then it was like, do you really want that life? Because it, it was already a choice that I was going to take the high road anyway after I saw a lot of that stuff. It was meant for you to take the high road. Just like um, George Clinton, he told his story. You got to start Parliament Funkadelic about his friend. He's like, when he wanted to be a gangbanger and all the stuff, he was going to be out there. Then his friend got murdered right in front of him, and that made him go to music. 
his friend had to be the sacrifice for him to make that step. I had to see that dude get Swiss cheesed up for me to be like, I don't want to do that. Right? Let's see, that's, that's, you know, that's the path. We'll be right back.
and our parents. Sometimes we are guided toward bad parents. Sometimes we are guided toward bad parents. We had some of us had to be guided toward bad parents. Not I'm not gonna say bad, but necessary parents. Let me put it that way. Some of us are guided toward necessary parents who have bad tendencies, bad habits, but deep down inside they wanted better, which is why we came to them. At some point in their life I don't care what bad turns your mother or father took or your father wasn't in your life or your mother, whatever wasn't in your life. At some point, they wanted better for their children or else you wouldn't have came. You could tell the parents who didn't want really better for their children 
and this is the type of children they got because they were predisposed thinking about something else. They were thinking about, you know, having the baby to trap the dude they was dealing with, stuff like that, instead of thinking about their progeny, their bloodline, their children. That wasn't important to them. So they got the children that they ended up not wanting because they didn't really want the children. But if there was a shred of decency in them to actually want better, this is why you came to them. Like I said, you can have the worst father in the world, an absentee father, when I, but they brought you here, or your father brought you here on his sperm because he, and if you turned out, especially in this day and time, to be of the elect to hear this message, and that means that he thought on some kind of higher level and he wanted something better for you. He just didn't know what. And that was just enough to catapult us in on that bloodline and that genetic material. Some point in their life, they want it better because you got to actually, you know, feel a necessity for something or, you know, in the three, in the two dimensional world and the two dimensional world, want is synonymous with need with black people. You see, and I'm going to explain in the two dimensional world, when black people say they need something, they really mean they want something. Okay. It's synonymous with them. See, only when we got in the third dimension, we've seen that it's not the same thing. I taught you want and need is not the same thing. In the black race, want and need is the same thing. It is synonymous. The same. So they wanted good children. They wanted to have good children. They felt that they needed to have good children. And for that point, even if it was for a selfish reason, a submental reason, but they had that want and that desire, you attracted them, destined that you would be with these substandard people. Because, they, I mean, on a, on a two-dimensional level, we got the best we can get on a two-dimensional level. We got the best parents that the almond could project us to. You see, the best parents we can be projected to in a two-dimensional level so that we can ascend into the third and the fourth. They were just launching pads. The bloodlines we came from are launching pads. We were destined to go through those launching pads, those bloodlines, through that genetic material to come to this point right now, the regeneration of our people, the rebirth of our people, finding out about our Mesoamerican heritage and finding out that we are of the Amun race, not the human race. Again, this has been a very mind-blowing transmission and I'm talking about the entire transmission for its entirety from the time it started with me to where I'm at now to where it continues. This has been totally mind-blowing. I sit just like you all and wait to hear what's going to come out my mouth next, literally. I, I swear to you, I do not know what's going to come out my mouth. I don't. I'm, I'm being honest. I don't know what I'm going to say. You see, but it's just said. So I'm still being utilized. And you all are being utilized on a greater level, too, to harness that open space, to be open receivers to that open space. It is our destiny to come through our parents who wanted and needed us desperately to come through to make themselves better in the future. They needed us to make them better because where they are now, where they were, and where they are now, it's far from Supreme, way far below Supreme. So 
for their want slash desire, want slash need of having a brighter progeny, a brighter seed, we were designated and destined to come through them. We were designated and destined to come through them. But how you know that is because if you notice this with your parents, we're nothing like them. We are nothing like these people. You know why that is? Because they really didn't want children like them. That's really why. They say, they, they'll say right now, they really did not want children like them. They didn't like them, so they wanted better children. They wanted better versions of themselves, and you were the representations of that. You were designated and destined to come through those genetic bloodlines. You got certain people who don't think about their children either way. They just have them like goddamn puppies and dogs and cats. That's why when their children die, you ever see with the black female, usually black women, especially in the hoods and the ghettos who got different baby daddies and they all over the place, they kill, their children get killed from gang violence, especially them Negroes out in Chicago, man. You see, the mothers of these Negroes up there, they, 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 they children die, get shot up in gang violence. They, 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 they do a little crying. You can tell them I don't really care. They're like, oh, well, you know. They cry a little bit about it as much as they can, but they don't even really understand why they're crying. They don't understand why they're crying. You know why they're really crying, and they don't even understand why they cry when their children die? Because in their mind, that was their last hope at a reach into the next dimension or a reach into this life. They was wanting better through their children, but that wasn't destined for them. It wasn't destined for them because they didn't really know what children were needed for, the necessity of children. They didn't know that. You see, children were just things to be had and encounters that they desired slash wanted, felt they needed. And they get those lust babies that lack luster, and those babies are just deposited into the world through a sub-mental, sub-level state from the testicles of their fathers, not from the mind, because there's nothing for them, them to receive from their mind. So they come in from that low state because they've already been designated to be the zeros in life. They have already been designated to be the zeros, the nothings, the no ones. They were already designated for that. And like I said, the best they could hope for is to turn out Decent people, people who are just, okay, decent, you see. And in this time where decency is becoming indecent, decency or being decent is no longer required. Supremacy is. Supremacy is required. We are required as the elect of Amen, who are Amen, are required to produce supremacy as part of our destiny. We are required to produce supremacy as part of our destiny. Do y'all know what that means when I say that? We are required to produce supremacy as a part of our destiny. Why are we required to produce supremacy as a part of our destiny? Why? Why are we required? Answer me. Why are we required to produce supremacy as a part of our destiny? In other words, we're not going to be allowed to be regular people. Y'all do know that, right? 
you do know that you didn't come here to be regular Negroes, right? You do know that. You were not put here to be regular Negroes. What I mean by that is we are expected to live out our lives collectively in the state of perfecting ourselves within this body. That's what we are expected to do. That is what you give in return for being able to hear this transmission. You are expected to follow this transmission and live it out to the best of your ability, to the highest of your ability, not to the best, but the highest of your ability in this collective body of Amun. That's what is required of us. That is what's required of us, to live this life collectively within this covenant, separate from everybody else. Making this our monastery, as you as the priests say, our monastery, our temple, or our mosque, as the Muslims say. See, the mosque, the temple, the church, the monastery, all these places where the people gather, they were gathering in places. We are gathering in spaces. What spaces are we destined to gather in? In the fourth dimension. And where does that start? Mentally. We are one mentally. We have to be one mentally. Do y'all hear me? We have to be one mentally. It's enough for that, oh, we got 50 buildings and we all together in a building. No. That is people still reaching for places and possessions. We are reaching for space, mental space, because that mental space collectively produces mental power when it is in a direction, when it is in a destination. The destiny for greatness is near at hand because these people who came out of the two-dimensional world, who came from a world where we could have just been doing any Negro nonsense out here, just like all these other Negroes, just like all these humans, any subhuman or human level of thing. We didn't come here to be human. We didn't come here to be subhuman. We didn't come here to be mediocre. We didn't come here to be regular. We didn't come here to be less than average. We are required we are required because of the reception of this transmission that we were allowed to hear and that we were allowed to be magnetically drawn to. We are required to produce supremacy on our path to destiny, produce supremacy every day of our life, be the best people within this collective body, never abandon this collective body, live in this collective body, raise your children in this collective body, Keep raising them by law and order. That's supremacy. That is supremacy. Not just standing in the goddamn mirror talking about the black woman is God, the black man is God. No, you Negroes are not no gods because you do not live by law and order. So, therefore, it is destined for you to die in the gutter like rats, like roaches. Nobody's, no one's, just a bunch of damn zeros. Just a bunch of zeros. We are required to live our lives in a state of supremacy collectively. This is what's required of us. This is what our ascendants want from us, not our ancestors, our ascendants. You see, they're requiring our living sacrifice, a living sacrifice of the old ways that we had, the childish ways, the immature ways, where we now know the difference between needing something, necessity, and desire, the want of things. We separated the two. In the black world, we didn't know the difference. 
You thought you needed that Louis Vuitton purse, but you really didn't. You wanted that Louis Vuitton purse. You follow? You thought you needed that hair weave, but you didn't really need that hair. You wanted that hair weave. You see what I'm saying? We don't want anything. So therefore, because we don't want anything, we do not subscribe to the low destination point of the beast back into rotation, back into that roundabout rotation into the two dimensions. See, this is how he gets black people. He gets Negroes because they want everything but extension. They want everything but extension. They want everything but extension into that next stage, into that next state, to their greatest self. They don't want that. They want material possessions in their life, people in their life. They want to go places. They want that, which is powerless. That's why the beast has no problem offering you that. He offers you that because he knows it keeps you distracted from entering into that world, into that space where you belong. From entering into from entering from that place and into the space where you belong, the extended space. We become one by the mind. That's more powerful than gathering us in buildings, gathering us in places, filling us up with possessions. You see. Surrounding us with a bunch of unnecessary people just standing around looking at each other. When we come together, when power comes together, power don't play. Power is there for a purpose. We are here for a destination to head to. We are here to go in a direction. We ain't coming together to commiserate or commemorate nothing. Every time we are together, it is in the stage of power. In the stage of power. In the stage of power. That is our destination. We need to be powered and empowered to move into the fourth dimension. This is what we need. This is what we need. We don't need to get familiar with each other. We already family. We don't need to get familiar with each other. We don't need to meet up with each other. We need to mentally link up because we are here mentally already, so we already linked up. We already linked up. You see? We've already linked up. We recount in the mind. We have already linked up. You have these Negroes who got a bunch of mosques and temples and buildings and whatnot, and that's where all the niggas gather at. That's where all the niggas gather at because they just want shelter. They want shelter. They want to be sheltered their ways. That's really when they, they want they get in shelter. That's why they love to go to the temple. They love to go to the mosque. They love to go to the wherever, the church. They want to be sheltered from their ways. But while we, while you are sheltering them from their ways, they're bringing their ways around you, and now you have a house divided. You have a house in chaos and confusion because these people are going to bring their ways under a roof. And now it is concentrated in that space. And now you are in a lower and a lesser space because of these people. So now you can't ascend to the higher space, the extended space, which is the fourth dimension where we belong. We have to be together as minds. Do you notice it's harder for people to be in this community, right? It's really technically it would be harder for you to be in a church because they're in your pocket forever with everything, and you got to go to the church and worship with these people and everything. But you see people find it easier to do that than actually talking to people where we've only interacting online for the most part. We show up at conference. I'm saying how light I made it, how light I've made things, 
so that our destination is clearer, our path is clearer. You see how everything is condensed and made more simplified, all the explanations, everything? You see how that's done? To make our path lighter, to make our journey lighter, lessen our load, you see, so that we can move along faster, more efficient, you see, more efficient, quicker, steady. These are the words that you want to use on your path to your destination. These are the words you want to use. You don't want to say, oh, it's been a long, hard path, and, you know, I done been through shit. Like, you ever hear these Negroes, they always talk about the struggles and the things they've been through in their life and how hard their life was. And then you look at their life where they're at now, and I'm like, okay, you went through all that drug addiction, being a, being a crackhead, being a whatever, being locked up in jail, being stabbed 50 times, shot 50 times. You hear these niggas with their horror stories, and then you do all that to arrive to just being regular. I got a job now at uh, PC Riches or McDonald's now, and I don't stop committing crime. You went through all that just to go be regular. Like, really? I'm expecting something greater than that. I'm expecting something greater. I'm t- I'm 10 years sober now. I got my kids back, you know, and, um, you know, I got an apartment in the projects. When we, we go, we go, no, 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 no. I, you went through all that to, to go to, to zero, to mediocrity, but that's the destination for these people. That's achievement. That's greatness for those people. They represent the lower and the lesser destination of destiny. They represent that, the lower and the lesser, the lesser and the lower. You see, we represent greater than that. We represent greater than that. We didn't come here, I'm going to say this again, we didn't come here to be mediocre. That's not our destiny in life. That's not our destination. We didn't come here to be ruled by likes and dislikes and this one. We didn't come here to be ruled by the same desires we had in a two-dimensional world. I expect your desires to change into necessity when you come here. I talk to you men and you women like that. You choose women based on necessity. You choose men based on necessity, not on your desires. Your desires, your wants mean nothing. That will determine your destiny and your destination in life, God damn it. It's not no games no more, man. Gloves is off. The people who answer to the need, because Amen is utilizing us in a form of need. Amen, our ascendants, our children need us. They need us, and we need them. They need us, and we need them. Keep that in mind. When you are thinking over your fate, when you are trying to decide what your fate is in life, what you're destined to be in life, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Mind power, we'll be right back. You know, we're dealing with A very critical and crucial time. Most crucial and critical times that I've ever witnessed. Being as young as I am, 
you know. We all don't want to say nothing else, so we say as young as we are. Now I want to talk about uh, the pronunciation and the realization. Now the educators, they call it ESP, positive thinking, right? Some of the people on the on the cross other side of the pond call it vibe, vibration, astrology, and all those different things. You understand? But I call what it is is what it is. What it is is what it is. Look at him. Now you see, a brother, you take in the ghetto, you find a whole lot of crime. I can understand, hey, I know what it means, being nine years old before I got my first day on the way out of a stove. You know, putting on a half, a half press suit from the pawn shop with tennis shoes, trying to be hip, I know where it's coming from. Like the fella say, having catfish head stew. And look like the catfish went in there with his head and come out very quick and didn't leave nothing else. That's one thing the educators and the politicians and the establishment got to remember. Now, brothers, these jobs. You don't wait. You can't eat dust. You don't wait. You can't eat Get hip to yourself. Good start, my brother. And get it from the street. You can't eat this, you don't wait, no, you can't eat, so you got to have mind power to deal with starvation, and that's what we're dealing with, you see we can't go back to the biblical stories, two loaves of bread, or two little fishes, five loaves of bread, two little fishes, yeah, five loaves of bread, now look here, too many brothers to go by that. I want your brothers to dig where we're coming from. Set your mind right here. Dig the JBE experience. I dug this from a young man out of New York. He said the GBE. The GBE. Now we want to take it to the JBE. The JBE experience. Now Fred. It is what it is. 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 It is what it
stop. I want to go back to the beginning. Because I like your old Morgan play them bucket sticks over there. Now we'll build it up a little bit and we'll tell them what it is and what it is. 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 Give me some horns. What it is and what it is. What it is and what it is.
for those who are meant to have it. It didn't come for people who came into the Republic of Mentalism. It's for those who are part of that body of army. You see, the Republic of Mentalism is just our front group. Then you have those who are the body of army. Those are the people who really align themselves with this transmission or of that future world or of a greater destiny and greater destination. If you've done anything out of character to what you're normally used to doing, then it is meant for you to do what you did. Everything you do is meant for you to do what you did in your life. There are no mistakes. There are no mistakes. We realize that, see, people in the two-dimensional world think that things happen to them by chance or that it happens by mistake. It does not. Like people, I kept telling you how these Negroes always say, oh, man, that's messed up. The nation of Islam killed Malcolm X in 1965 because then see, after, see, if Malcolm was still here, Malcolm would have did this, that, and the third. And they see this is what niggas say who are in love with people, place, and possession. They in love with the image of Malcolm X, which was just an image. It wasn't who he really was. That was an image that he showed you out front. Niggas in love with images, characters. You see, those are the low, those are the low dimensional Negroes. Those are the ones who are are going to have a lesser destiny in this life because they can't even see through to the bigger picture, which is power. They can see through because you know at a certain point. You're supposed to be able to see through everything through your power of illumination. You are picking up that power of illumination. See, your telepathy, clairvoyance, intuition, that's all based in illumination as well, that brightness that you will see through people. You got certain people who can't see through a damn thing. They can't see through anything because everybody looks black to them. Everybody looks filled into them. But we going through the state of illumination as we were meant to, on our path toward our destination into the space of the fourth dimension where we belong, we are developing that illumination in our vision, not just in our physical eyes, but in our mental eyes as well. We are developing that state of illumination where we're able to see more than what we were able to see previously. Y'all follow what I'm saying? People who was in our lives, you might have noticed something about your brother, your sister, your family member, or just your friend, and you're like, damn, I never, I noticed that they do this. I noticed, yeah, I noticed that, and they get eerie to you. You might get eerie to you. Certain things they do or things you find out, you're like, oh, really? Or you're like, oh, or you find out something, you hear something that's only meant for you to hear. They say something, you, nobody else caught it. That's because you were on a path to a greater destination, and on your path to this greater destination, on your path, you're going to hear a lot of people on that lesser path, on that lesser destiny, they're going to expose themselves for who they are. They're going to show you who they are. They're going to reveal who they are. You see, you got a lot of people that's not picking up on what's taking place here because it's not for them. All they see is how it affects their lives. They don't see how it affects their future bloodline, their future progeny, their future world. That's all that's important, how things affect your future bloodline the future bloodlines of Amun to come. You see why I always, always, always put Amun first and Amun only in these broadcasts. When I say Amun, I think, and I'm not trusting all the everything, and I tell my people to say the same thing because that represents and that aids in the power toward our destination. So when I hear people, even my own, who got a problem with, Hail and almond and raise an almond, then what you're really telling me is you have a power, a problem with the greater us. 
Because all I'm ever doing when I'm saying hell I'm, I'm not saying hell I'm to no goddamn God, no no cloud. I'm saying hell I'm to us, the future, our progeny, our seeds, and the destination in which they had to go through, the destiny that they had to make where they had to make and become where they become and go into the space they belong. So I say hell I'm all the time because that's power. Power going out. I put Amin's name into this world again for real, the real way it's supposed to be. The real way it's supposed to be. Because that was my destiny to do so. My destiny, the name, the power, the transmission of Amen. To be Amen's receiver in these last and next days to come. That is my destiny. My destination is the fourth dimension. I am your director. I am your tour guide through hell, through madness. Through this third dimension. We are a motion of movement. We are a motion of movement. Meaning we are being moved mentally. We're being moved into a greater space, into a bigger space, because we've outgrown being black. Hell, we've outgrown being human, haven't we? Which means we should have outgrown human emotions. We should have outgrew all of that. If we claim to say who we are, see, because people will show you through their mindset how far they can go and how limited they are, you see, or how mature they are. They'll show us through their actions, through their ways. The illumination is set. The stage has been set for people that really get up here and show us who they really are. When you enter this community, you want it's like you want a, a, a calling on a on a calling card. It's like you being called up in front of a casting director, and you're saying, "Let me see what you got." Are these not broadcast? Am I not your casting director? Am I not casting images that you all are picking up on via the direction of the almond? And I'm working with, so I am that casting director. And you are all playing the roles of your pure and true selves, your real selves. You are all auditioning for the roles of your real selves. That's what you're auditioning for, the roles of the role of their higher selves. Players have already been signed up in this life, black, white, and everything in between. The bit players, the nobodies in the world, the casualties of the world, the people are going to be sacrificed, and nobody cared whether they, nobody know their name, nobody cared, nobody cared they came and going. Nobody, they've already been sacrificed already. Their heads are already on the chopping block. Nothing special, but they're necessary. Same way that chicken had to come here, those chickens had to be born for a sacrifice so that we can feed. Those vegetables had to grow out of the ground so we could feed. Well, these humans had to be produced. These subhumans had to be produced so that we could mentally feed on them. Do you know we are here to feed a higher order? a higher purpose with the transmission and interaction and transaction of our thoughts with them. What is the food? What is the fuel? Everything you see here, people, place, and possession. Why do you think I said how are we going to transmit or turn people, place, and possession into power? By digesting it, by taking it in, by learning it, understanding it. And we've done that with the humans. 
We did it with the so-called black race, the subhumans. We take it in their ways. We digested it. And we crapped it out mentally. We crapped it out mentally. We literally took a mental enema after we ingested everything of the black experience here because that was our destiny to do so. That was our path toward that greater destination. And allow me. So let me go ahead and read this question before we go. Why does destiny denote your destination in life? Because you only have a destiny in life to get to a destination in life. Your destiny is to get to where you belong in life, right or wrong. Make sense? Your destiny is to get to where you belong in life, get to where you're going. You're supposed to have a place. Now, if you, you have a person tell you, oh, I don't know where I'm supposed to be going in my life, then you ain't got no, then you really going to have a lesser or lower destiny. That means that you are the ones who are going to be entangled in and you're going to be the lesson or the example that somebody's made out of. You'll probably be the idiot to walk in the street and get hit by a car because you're looking at your cell phone. So somebody had to see you walk in the car, walk into your, looking at your iPhone, you get ran over by a truck being an idiot. That's your destiny because you didn't know what you were truly here for. But surprise, that's it. What's our, what is our real destiny in life to get to our destination in life where we're supposed to be going, which is the fourth dimension? That's our destiny as the elect in life. People on the outside, y'all, y'all destiny is just to go back in rotation into the two, well, into the three-dimensional realm because they ain't going to be no more two-dimensional. What is our destination in life, the fourth dimension, the fourth dimension and beyond? How do we all differ in our destiny? Some will be destined to do lesser things, and some will be destined to do greater things. I'm only here for the greater people. I'm not here for the lesser people. Make up your mind where you belong, because wherever you wherever you think you belong is where you belong. I don't care if you're outside here, inside. I told you. That's why I told you. It makes me no difference who leaves here, who comes here. I swear on everything I like. I don't care who comes, and I don't care who goes. Because that was your destiny to do whatever you did. That was your destiny. Can destiny be changed? No, it cannot. That's why I tell you, whatever decision you make, choose wisely. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust, and Amen we think, and Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new Mencares. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, and Mesoamerican Radio will be back tomorrow, I mean, next Saturday at 7. Good night. Get your stuff together and back your fucking soul.
Don't fuck your soul. 